I'm Katie Karpinski. I'm Joel Hansel. And this is CC Airwaves. So Joel, we've talked about a lot of different topics on this podcast and a lot of different, um, we've talked about a lot of different ways people can work through their grief. And we've talked a little bit about, you know, diving into scripture, but we really haven't spent a lot of time really diving into specific passages about how God talks to us. And there's this really unique practice of prayer called sola scriptura that um, I've heard a lot of people talking about lately. And it's the practice of reading a scripture passage and placing yourself in that point in time. So whether it's Jesus talking to his disciples or something happening with the Old Testament, it's just this very immersive way of interacting with the scripture that allows you to kind of like dig deeper and find how it relates back to your life. So I don't know um, what experience you have with, you know, praying over scripture, Joel, or anything, but um, have you heard of that before or? No, that's new to me. Yeah. So um, I think today it'd be really helpful for us to just maybe practice a little bit of the Sola Scriptura. And um, we're going to be focusing around a specific topic, which we have Rhonda Abrams, our bereavement coordinator here to talk about with us. So Rhonda, thanks for joining. It's, It's my pleasure to be here. And this is a topic that I think may hit home for a lot of people who are grieving and um, follow Katie's lead. And just as we're talking, placing yourself in the actual scene in your mind, place yourself there. So, Rhonda, can you talk a little bit about the theme that we're pulling from the scripture verses we're going to talk about? Right, right. Um a couple months ago, um, this theme just kept resonating with me, and and I decided to um, include it in our topic um, of each month for this month. It's called "He Knows Me, He Calls My Name," and of course, mm-hmm. the He is Jesus or God, um, and how He really knows everything about you more than you even know yourself, and how just at the mention of your name. It brings something alive inside of you, in your soul, in your spirit. So, and that's where we pick up with the scripture that we have for today. And as a matter of fact, today happens to be the Feast of Mary Magdalene. So you'll find this a little um, intriguing when you hear the scripture that this is who we're talking about today. Yeah, I don't think that's a coincidence at all that, you know, we had this podcast planned for a while and, you know, the day we happened to pick was her feast day. So I think it's even more appropriate that we're, you know, going to be diving into this passage today. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to go ahead and read. Um, we're going to read John chapter 20, verses 11 through 18. And Joel is going to guide us through the reading. And then I figure at the end, we can all just share some thoughts on what stood out most to us. So Joel, whenever you're ready. Now, Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, 
Tell me where you have put them, and I will get them. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Roboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold unto me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascended to my Father, and, you're my, and your Father to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he said these things to her. Thank you, Joel. Sure. Um, wow, there's a lot to unpack in this passage. And I think, Rhonda, what you were saying before, it's like if you're placing yourself into the shoes of Mary Magdalene when this is happening, um, that verse 16, Jesus said to her, Mary, and he just called her by her name, exactly what you were saying. I think that's just such a powerful moment in this um, point in time. Right. And and if you step back maybe a couple verses and you first hear, um, first it was the angels that, that said to her, woman, why are you crying? And then second, when she turned around, Jesus was there, but he, she didn't know who he was, but he said, woman, why are you crying? Well, he spoke to her, but he said, woman, mm-hmm. that's not really her name. It's just, you know, the, the third person of her. Why are you crying? Mm-hmm. But when he said Mary, it, it's just like it pierced straight to her heart mm-hmm. of who she was and he knew her and she knew him immediately. So what it always means to me is think of it when someone calls your name. It could be your mother or your father, your departed loved one. What do you feel when they call your name? It immediately gets your attention, your name. Mm-hmm. It's who you are. It's who God made you to be. And depending on who's calling it, you're going to get different emotions from that. But just in this passage, just picture yourself Instead of him saying, Mary, just put your name in there. Mm-hmm. How would you feel? How would that touch your heart when you were there grieving? Just like you're grieving now, the loss of your loved one or loved ones. Deep in that deep, deepest, darkest grief. And then all of a sudden you hear Jesus calling your name. What does that feel like to you? So just think about that. Yeah. I just think that's so powerful and it just shows how uniquely each one of us is loved by him that he can go, you know, you think of all the billions of people on this earth and he can go to each individual person and call them by their name and meet them wherever they're at in their life and connect with them in such, um, you know, an intimate way. I think that's just amazing. And I think it pierces through all the darkness, all the depression, all Mm -hmm. the grief, all the anxiety. When Jesus calls your name and you're actually hearing it, it's going to pierce through that and you're going to feel love. You're going to feel comfort. You're going to feel safe. So that's that's something that you can hang on to and maybe meditate on that, you know, that passage and put yourself in there as you read it again. Yeah. And Rhonda, would you say that sometimes um, when God's calling us, it might not be like our name that we hear. It might just be like an emotion or something we see outside. Like, are there other ways that God might be calling to us that might not be maybe as obvious as what happens to Mary Magdalene here? Right. God uses all of our senses. So it can come to us as a smell, um, an image, um, maybe just a touch or a breeze might come by you. God is gentle. He can come to you in a number of different ways. So it's important to be attentive 
and anticipate God using a number of different ways to get your attention. Um, maybe in your mind or your heart or your soul, you'll feel it. So as, as long as you're steeped in scripture and prayer, your spirit is going to be open to when God starts to talk to you in different ways. And I think too that people around you can be a medium for it. And this is just a really small example, but just happened to me yesterday. So it's really fresh in my mind. Um, I was at the grocery store just getting some stuff for dinner. And, you know, now um, with COVID virus and everything that's going on, people at the grocery stores just tend to keep their head down and like, you know, stay away from each other, which is good. Mm -hmm. But, um, there was this little old woman and she was having an issue getting those little produce bags open and, you know, no one is going to go near her because you're not supposed to. But one of the clerks came over and he was super friendly to her and helped her open the bag and helped her with her groceries. And it just made me smile and just reminded me that there's so much good left in the world. And normally I wouldn't look twice at something like that, but for some reason it really just stuck with me and resonated with me throughout my evening. Just like such a small little act of kindness that I felt, you know, God was reminding me. It's so discouraging now to watch the news. It was like God's little way of saying like, yeah, there's all this stuff going on, but just remember that there's goodness and there are good people. And, you know, we can't forget those basic human decencies that we owe each other to. Yeah. Those random acts of kindness are not really random. Yeah. God kind of places them there. Yeah. For us to know that he's there with us all the time. Yeah. And he places us in those moments very intentionally. So it's very comforting. So um, again, for anyone, um, like Rhonda said, I think it's very um, helpful to kind of reread these passages a few times. So again, the passage we just read was John chapter 20, verses 11 through 18. And I'll also make sure I include all the um, scripture verses we're talking about today in the description of the podcast. So you can refer to that as well. So, um, Rhonda, you have a few other uh, passages here. So would you like to talk about, I see next up we have Psalm 139, verses 1 through 4. So I didn't know if you had any points on that you wanted to touch on. Yeah, just real close is that um, in our brokenness, in our grief, God is going to be the closest to us. The, The psalm actually says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. And these times of grief are when we are the most broken and the most crushed. So there's no other time when God is closest to you and in your human being is when you are in grief. So just know, even if you can't feel it, that's when you're very close to God. And that's to be you are to be very attentive to listen to what he's saying to you because you're he's the closest to you. Yeah. And again, that's Psalm um, 34, verse 18. I know a lot of people that's on a lot of, you know, just um, like religious bookmarks and stuff, because it does resonate with so many people, that idea that when we're most broken, that's when we cling to God the most. So mm-hmm. I think that's a great verse. Yeah, there was um, more passage reading from Isaiah. It's Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 to 7. But the most um, important part as far as God calling your name is when it says, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have Mm -hmm. summoned you by name and you are mine. So that's Mm -hmm. something else that helps you to feel close to God is that he's calling you his, Mm -hmm. you are his. And you know, the intimacy of that, just like when Mary heard Jesus call her, call his, her name, that means that you're, that's, you're his. Mm -hmm. There's no 
connection broken there. And not just that, but later on in that same um, section, it says, you are precious and honored in yeah. his sight. And um, and then he says, because I love you. And so it's not just that you belong to him and that he knows you. It's he truly finds you to be precious and he loves you. Right. Which right. I think we all need to be reminded of sometimes. Because sometimes when life deals you a lot of difficult situations, it's hard to imagine, you know, like, why is God letting this happen to me? And just like any other parent who might like let their kid go through something difficult, it's so we can grow and um, learn to depend on him more. So I think that's really important to mention, too. Yeah, I like that word precious. It, it, it's very mm-hmm. endearing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the last thing I wanted to mention was... There is a song that I, I hear a lot. And a lot of times, like Katie said, God comes to you in different ways. I, I hear songs, lyrics that touch my heart. And there was one song that came to me in regard to this topic, and it's called You Know My Name. And it's by Tasha Cobbs Leonard. Um, we don't have the rights to that music, but if you want to go out to YouTube and, and listen to that, that's something that's very... Um, endearing and heartwarming just to listen to if you want to use it as a meditative tool just to listen to that listen to how God really loves you how he is there for you in your darkness and your grief and that he's there to comfort you and give you strength yeah I think reflecting on music too is even um, a more relaxing thing because all you have to do is listen you don't need to read anything you don't need to even have your eyes open just laying back and Um, you know, and any song really, I mean, there's so many playlists now that you can just put on, or I know I have some friends that listen to just different chants or, um, like Mm. Gregorian hymns, (laughs) which are an acquired taste, but I'm glad you brought that up because that's a great way to pray and reflect on, you know, however God might be trying to talk to you. Right. It's like your spirit is just open to receive whatever God gives you without even talking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like I said, I'll link all of these scripture um, passages in the description of the podcast. So uh, I encourage anyone listening to just take some time and pray on them. And again, just reflect on how God might be calling you in whatever way that might be. So um, Rhonda, thank you as always for joining us. And um, Joel, did you have any closing thoughts here before we wrap up? I do not. Nice and simple. I like it. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you everyone for listening today. Um, as always, if you have any topics you'd like us to cover or just questions about the podcast, um, anything like that, you can get in touch with us at podcast at clecm.org. And we check those emails often. So please don't hesitate to send us in whatever um, you know areas you'd like us to cover. If you'd like more information about the Catholic Cemeteries Association, including all the different aspects of our bereavement program, you can find more information at clecem.org. And you can always keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the name Catholic Cemeteries Association. Thank you for listening today. Hope you join us again soon. Until then, please take care, everyone.